When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Welcome back to hour number two of the huddle. If you missed hour number one, we had some great conversation. You can check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on the free Odyssey app. We'll have uh, the entire show up there later today. But hour number one in the books and up on the podcast. So good morning to you. Great to have you along with us this morning. We're only on till 11.30 today. That's when Inside Twins takes over, Twins pregame, and then first pitch in Cleveland today is at 12.40. Uh, Pete, we were chatting this week about uh, some topics that we wanted to talk about, and, and I think this is one uh, that's it's timely, certainly, uh, when you look at some of the top payrolls in Major League Baseball and, and how that corresponds to success. Uh, and, and frankly... <laughs> The reality is that it doesn't. It doesn't. No. Uh, you, you know, you look down some of these, and I think that's something here in the past that Twins fans have wanted to kind of, you know, point to. Is we don't spend enough money. We don't spend enough money. I think this year, as of 2023, we're 17th in payroll uh, at $153 million. But you look at who's on top, the mm-hmm. Mets, the Yankees, San Diego, Philadelphia, Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's early. It's certainly early. But, you know, it's not – they're not the best teams in MLB. <laughs> no, and everybody always considers the fact that, well, if you pay more, you get more. And obviously we're seeing a lot of that uh, these days in a lot of different players in the NFL as well. But in terms of the players in, in Major League Baseball, you know, you look at these payrolls. Here's, here's a little bit of a rundown. You, you mentioned some of them. So the Mets, they're $353 million. The Yankees have have 276 million, San Diego 248 million. Now, the amazing thing is these teams are almost all exactly the same in terms of their 500. Yeah, there's nothing special about what they're doing. I, I, you take a look. As a matter of fact, I didn't even realize this till I was looking at it. But that the Yankees uh, were complaining about our at bats and 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 how many runs we were able to score. Well, geez, the, the Twins got quite a few. We got 20 more runs than the Yankees. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and look at that payroll and look at the players that they've got and, and Aaron Judge and all these wonderful guys that are just absolutely magnificent. But do you always get what you pay for? And, you know, it's early in the year. And But, but we also do know that teams like Tampa yep. have gotten pretty far many, many times. And I'm looking at Pittsburgh. They're number one in the, in the, uh, in the Central. They're 73 million. Tampa's number one in the yeah. in the AL East, and they got seventy three million. And then you look at Baltimore; they're they're number two, I think, in the American League East. They're sixty million. They combined for two hundred million, which is still forty eight million short of San Diego. Between all three of those teams, yeah. So there there's something to be said about you know some some of these teams do must do an absolutely amazing job with 
you know, growing the players, bringing them up, the costs are a lot different and they're not willing to sacrifice the franchise just for a player or two. And, and, and it's pretty interesting just to, just to look at it, at least early on this year. Uh, but you and I both know we've seen teams like Baltimore or Tampa or whomever it might be. And this year, not Kansas City, of course, but in the past, Kansas City, they've got these low payrolls and yet they do very, very well frequently. And so it's, it's amazing. And it's, it's just an interesting thing to watch how this whole thing works and, and how money isn't always something that drives wins because you know, I, I talk about it all the time, but, you know, in the NFL, the one thing I do like is that they've got the salary cap because it keeps everybody in line. It, it keeps for, uh, I think, a conference, a league that actually has competitors at every single level because nobody can outdo the other in terms of the payroll. Here's another thing, Pete, that I, I and I agree with you. The interesting thing to me. Uh, one is, is how much teams are willing to pay over the luxury tax. I mean, I mean, yeah. it's just incredible because I think the luxury tax. I just looked it up. It, it's it starts at about two two hundred and thirty million, um, sixty two. You know, it, it it goes up there. Like they pay a lot of money when you get up to where the where the Mets are at three hundred and fifty three million. The interesting thing to me is that if you look at the top six teams in terms of spending. New York, New York, San Diego, Philly, L.A., L.A. Huge TV markets. Most of those, some of those teams, like the Yankees and the Mets, and I think the Dodgers have their own television network. Mm -hmm. Um, But it goes to the whole idea that just because you make all that money doesn't necessarily mean you have to spend all that money on salary. Mm -hmm. Right? I mean, you could do other things. You could, you know, you're making this money. But it is interesting to me, and and I think the whole idea of a luxury tax, which was supposed to help with parity so that not everyone made a run for the coasts where the giant TV markets are, where they're going to make more money. But it's not working that way. And, and so it makes me wonder now, like, other than making money for the league, which is great, what's the luxury tax actually doing if people aren't adhering to it? You know, you look at these top, not a surprise, it's Mets and Yankees are both well above, as are, I think, Philadelphia and San Diego both fall above that luxury tax once you get up above $230 million, I believe. And so, like, what's the point of the luxury tax if teams aren't going to adhere to it? I guess I don't understand. It makes a lot of money for the league, which is great, but it's also not really contributing to better results. So what's the point? <laughs> it's a great question. By the way, when I'm when I was looking at this too, and and you and I've been talking about this each week because they just continue this 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 run, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. How about the fact that they right now, Dave, they are the number one in all of baseball in six different. It, it, we we talk about statistics all the time. So, although you know, I always hear people talking about well, you know, the pocket protectors and the pen guys and all the rest yeah. of this, but. When you look at what Tampa's been doing this year, and they've got statistics that they lead, they're number one in six separate categories, and then you look and see that they are one of, not the lowest, but very close at $73 million. it just shows you that you don't have to have these incredible salaries for everybody to be as good. I mean, they're the best team in baseball in terms of run score, they're the best team in baseball runs against. And then you look at what their home looks like right now. They're 18 and three at home. They are doing absolutely everything uh, better than everybody else. And it's, it's incredible to watch because of the fact that they aren't having to pay 
these crazy dollar amounts that everybody else is willing to do. Well, I don't think they can. I mean, you know, you, you right. talk about things that they lead at. The, only, the one thing they don't lead at is attendance. <laughs> attendance. Nobody's yes. going to the games. <laughs> they're like 23rd in attendance in the league. I think they yeah. average just over like they're getting 17,000 fans a game. I mean, Minnesota's better. They're tw- they're at 18,000. But it's just so it, – it it's sad that, that to me that in a place like Tampa, you know, they can't bring people to a baseball game. It's because their stadium's closed. We know that, yes. right? Like they, yes. if they'd open up the dang stadium – you would go. You would go watch a baseball game there, right? I mean, yeah. oh poor us! It's seventy-five degrees and beautiful. Let's go to a ballpark and watch a first-place baseball team. How do you not draw in Tampa? <laughs> yeah, they screwed up. They really did. Years and years ago, they, they they were trying to entice the Oakland A's back then into coming to Tampa. I was here when they were building that stadium, yeah. and and the big the big piece was it's going to be a dome. You don't have to worry about any weather. It's going to be, you know, it's not going to be too hot. It's not going to be this, that. And, you know, Miami seems to do just fine, right? So (laughs) I don't know why they decided to do the dome, but that was part of the enticement to try to get a team until they ended up doing what they did. So they've got their stadium. I would love to see them make make a move for a new stadium. It would be great. It would be something phenomenal. And I don't know whether it needs to be in St. Pete still like it is right now or over on the Tampa side of the bay, but – they would draw because people people here are very hungry for it. You've got all these Midwesterners who have moved down here and snowbirds, everything else that occurs or whatever. But it really would be. Uh, I think it would. They would sell much more tickets and have a much better fan base if they had an outdoor stadium. Meanwhile, in Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, and Minnesota, they have open fields. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is hey, just like. <laughs> Cleveland's in there too. Cleveland too. Like yeah. we're the snowiest place in the world. There's still snow on the ground here in some places, and it's going to be 70 this week. Yet Target Field is open, and and that's and that, and that's why they draw because when you get to the beautiful parts of the year, you know the June, July, a nice a nice night at the ballpark with the sun setting, a cold beer in your hand. I mean, you just can't beat it. No, you just right. can't beat it, and I th- I agree. I think that's a miss for Tampa, and it's probably the reason why, um, why they don't have fans. But it is it's it's a great it's a really interesting topic, Pete. I'm glad you brought it up. That about, but it doesn't. That's the funny thing is, no matter how many statistics we look at, and no matter how many, I mean, this is not a new argument. Mm-hmm. Teams still overspend. Teams yeah. are still spending a ridiculous amount on players in all leagues, but baseball, and going over the luxury tax. So I mm-hmm. I just. It's to me. It's very interesting. I don't understand how you can look at that statistic over and over and say we don't need to spend big money to win, but we still spend big money and they don't win. <laughs> yeah, it's intriguing. Yeah, it's intriguing. All right, let's step aside, take a quick break. We'll be back on the other side of this break. You're listening to the Huddle on eight three zero WCCO. You know, I think Charlie brings the best music along the way, Dave. Yeah, he, he really does. does. <laughs> he does that. an amazing job for us. I love it. He sprinkles in a little bit of Prince. Which brings me to the, the, the next topic that, topic that we wanted to hit. I uh, uh, Just in the last week or so, uh, we lost a really great Minneapolis figure that uh, a lot of people did know, but he's he passed away. He was my football coach, athletic director. He was at Central High School for what seemed like forever. It closed in 1982, and Rich Robinson, who was is the man I'm speaking of, he then went over to North High School and coached and was athletic director over there as well. But 
his career was uh, amazing. And the, the number of people that he was in contact with, and I will be at his uh, funeral this coming week up in Minnesota, as a matter of fact. But I'll tell you, Dave, uh, his he developed people like mm-hmm. you have never seen before. And I say that because Minneapolis Central was a small school, had a lot of different things going on, an incredibly mix of, of people from different races, uh, and we did not have problems. We we had an incredible principal. But Mr. Robinson, as the athletic director, as a football coach, he helped out once in a while in track. The number of kids that came out of Central that then moved on to college, got degrees, and then played in the NFL, the NBA, uh, we had some unbelievable track athletes as well. We had a guy who was uh, part of, he didn't actually make the Olympic team, but he was just uh, a tenth of a second away from being on the Olympic sprinting team um, for us, for the United States. It's just amazing. I, I was going through it the other day. I can't even tell you the number of players um, who we always respected coach. I still call him Mr. Robinson or coach. I, I, I never was a guy who felt comfortable calling him by his first name. But I'll tell you, uh, an amazing figure who really did change a lot of people's attitudes, got them to the idea of you don't have to go into this world. Let's go into a better world. Let's go to college after high school. Let's let's make yourself a better person in this way and that way. I mean, just uh, it, it, it was sad, but he lived a very long, uh, incredible life. And one of the most colorful guys you'll ever meet in your life as far as, <laughs> man, the stories and, and, and everything that come along with Coach was just phenomenal. And he always wore a great bucket hat on his head, had a cigar hanging out when you could still do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I'll tell you, we, and he had so many nicknames for me uh, that it was, it was pretty funny. I was a 5 o'clock kicker because at Central High School, just so you know, Minneapolis Central, we didn't have a scoreboard, and so we didn't have lights. And so <laughs> the games had to start on Friday, not Friday lights. You know, we were yeah. Friday at three o'clock and you played until five. And he called me the five o'clock kicker because I couldn't get the ball through the goalpost till after <laughs> five o'clock. <laughs> I wasn't very good, but just a, just a wonderful guy. He literally was like a second father to me. And, and I'll mm-hmm. tell you what, his, he's got a, a, a wonderful family. They're great kids. They all went to central and North high school and, and just uh, phenomenal. And they were, great players in, the, in and of their own right. I mean, just phenomenal. Jeff Robinson, his son, actually worked for the Vikings for, yep. I think, the better part of almost 30 years up there. Yes. So yes. Uh, just 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 a great guy, and I th- thought it would be worthwhile because he was an icon in, yeah. in Minnesota. He, was, he went into the Coaches Hall of Fame in Minnesota just a couple of years ago. I was there, um, and he's also in the Augsburg Hall of Fame. So this is a guy who's accomplished a lot for himself, but – more importantly, he really brought a lot of people along to have success, and it was really cool. Matter of fact, we have a, a guy, Freddie Bryan, who's uh, – I think he's been a referee in maybe three or four Super Bowls, and he was one of our players as well, played at Northern uh, Iowa. Just a, a heck of a career and so many people. He touched a lot of lives. He was a wonderful guy. Well, I'm sorry for your loss, and, and that's – you know, honestly – isn't that all we can hope for, right? That our legacy is that we we leave behind memories, we leave behind uh, people who remember us so fondly, and mm-hmm. and the ability to make an impact on a kid's life is truly one of the most noble and great causes I think that that you can have. Uh, as and you and I, I'm sure Pete, I'm sure you coached your share of kids uh, growing mm-hmm. up. I've coached high school and and youth leagues, and and yeah. the best thing you can ever have is that note 
that you get uh, either at the end of the year or whenever that says, that, thanks for what you did for me. Thank you right. for this. Thanks for making me a better player. And I've coached youth hockey for many, many years now, and I, I love it. Um, and, I, and I often think to myself, I, someday when I'm gone, I hope that the kids that I've coached remember the lessons I taught them. And, right. I, and I think that's, that's really the best thing that we can hope for is, yeah. is that, we, that we leave behind a legacy. Yeah, yeah. So sure is. Yeah, it's great. Well, what a great guy to to end our show on today. We, well, we got Inside Twins coming up next, right? Who they have uh, Rocco Baldelli on today, and then you've got Twins pregame and Twins at uh, at twelve forty. So uh, against Cleveland, it's a big one today for them. Joe Ryan is going for the Twins today. He's five and zero, two three seven ERA, and someone called uh, Carl Cal <laughs> Quantrill. Cal. Google Cal Quantrill. <laughs> he's 28 years old. He's 6'3", 195 pounds. He does not strike me as uh, an ace major league pitcher. He's not an ace. He's 1-2, and two, and he's got an ERA of 4.7. Paul Quantrill was his dad, though. didn't? He? Wasn't he a ball player? That makes Charlie familiar. Yeah. Paul Quantrill, yeah. yeah. Yep. He's Boston Red Sox. I was like, oh, Paul Quantrill went to Wisconsin. So... Uh, if there's any Cal Quantrill fans out there, I apologize. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. We're out early. Inside Twins is coming up next. Make sure that you check out the podcast. If you missed any part of today's show, you can get it wherever you get your podcast as well as the free Odyssey app. Thanks to Marcus Fuller today for joining us to talk a little bit of hoops. Pete, I got to tell you, you sound even more handsome today. <laughs> over your new microphone than I ever thought was possible. You got me on this great little system, <laughs> this clean feed, man. It's got, it's awesome. I can, <laughs> really I can almost picture the hair flowing behind you and it just, with the well, breeze from the beach, man. It's the only part that flows, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. But, oh, but, brother. But oh, I appreciate brother. it. All right. Pete, thanks. Charlie, thanks. Uh, twins, Inside Twins coming up next. Have a great week, everybody. We will see you next Sunday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.